2: Recorded live. <laughs> This is why we lift him up. He's worthy. Sing it out. Yeah, him up. Hi him. Say what? what? He's what? Courts with praise. Lifting him up. So, uh,
1: now I'm gonna have to close this praise. Not because I want to. Because my arm is tired. Amen, amen. God bless you, children of God. We bless the name of Jesus Christ, who was and is and is to come. We thank God for the privilege to worship him one more time in spirit and in truth. Understand, child of God, that worshiping God is a privilege. It's a beautiful thing to be able to worship the true and living God. The Bible lets us know that it is right and fit for the righteous to praise him. It's just, it's just some things just feel right, and some things feel right, but they wrong. Some things feel right, and they be right. It feels right for the righteous to praise God, and it is right. We bless his holy name today. For those of you that have been worshiping with us, you know that we are working on our most recent topic entitled what? Who's in you? We thank God for the revelation, the understanding that various things can be in us at various times. Just like, you know, we get sick. When we get sick physical, it's because something has gotten into us that has no business being there. Virus, pathogen, germ, uh, bacteria. We go to the doctor, get all kind of medicines. Why? To get out of us what does not belong in us. Well, so it is as children of God. Sometimes there are things that get into our hearts and into our minds. Sometimes things that get into our spirits and our souls that have no business being there. And the same way stuff has to go out of our physical body so that we can feel right, some stuff has got to go out of our spiritual man, so that we can real feel right. Sometimes it would be some unconfessed sins down in there. Sometimes it be some jealousies, some envy. Sometimes it be some, some unforgiveness. There some, will oh, be some stuff down in there that will keep us from not feeling right. And just like we can be sick in the natural, we can be injured in the natural, we can be sick in the spiritual, we can be injured in the spiritual. Whatever can be in your natural, man, it can be in your spiritual man. We're about done tonight, children of God. For those of you that have been worshiping with us, you know we're working on our most recent topic. Who's in you? Capital A, we looked at the flesh. Romans 8, chapter 9. Romans chapter 8, verse 9. 1 Corinthians 15, and verse 50. Capital B, sometimes the devil is just in us. Satan. devil just got that boy or got that girl. Matthew sixteen 23. 1 Samuel 21 and 1. Capital C, hurts. Sometimes we can be carrying around some hurts, different things. 1 Corinthians 12:26, 1 Chronicles uh, 22 and 14, and we looked earlier today at now what should be in us is the kingdom of God, and I had to ask God because I've been you know doing some reading and studying trying to find out exactly who do theologians and different ones say that the kingdom of God is, and uh, the Lord had to give me a very short and sweet definition of what the kingdom of God is. Now, I want to look at uh, going to Matthew, I think it's Matthew chapter 28. I was actually looking at a few places. I'm going to have to go back and, and get this, children of God. Some of you, again, that see me moving a little gingerly. Those of you that don't know, you know I've had a little back injury that I've been contending with, but uh, God is healing me a little bit by a little bit. I think it's Matthew 12 and 28. Uh, I think that's that's actually where we want to go. How does that read? Uh huh. All right, praise God. So we're going to... That's what we want to be, Matthew
0: chapter 12 and verse 28. All right, now, as I was saying, you know, I had done
1: some reading on what theologians had to say, about what the kingdom of God was, and I that's God, you know, I was like, Lord, what, what is this now? You know, we talk about you told your disciples to go preach that the kingdom of God repent, the kingdom of God is near. What is the kingdom of God? And God basically told me is is His ordained way, God's what ordained way. In other words, is how God want things to go, how God wants things to flow, how God wants things to meet, to, to, to move, and, and to shake. It's God's way. Repair for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It means that you need to make a change because God's way is presenting itself to you. God's ordained way. Now, in Matthew chapter 12, verse, because here's the thing, what you've got to understand out there now, we're either doing this thing God's way, or we're doing this thing ultimately Satan's way. Because anything other than God's way ultimately is Satan's way. Now, just keep that in mind now. That's why repentance, godly sorrow that leads to a change. Well, if your way was all right. If my way, come on somebody, was all right, there'd be no need of repentance, and there be Jesus wouldn't had to come. But because God looked down on us and on us and saw that we was into straight craziness, straight foolishness, whimsical nonsense, out of the, <laughs> off the reservation, God said, "Let me get in a body." and go down there and offer myself as a sacrifice for their sins. Now all you got to do out there is place your faith in Jesus Christ, which was God in the likeness of sinful man, turn away from wickedness, and start moving in the direction of God. That God said, there, there it is now. There it is now. You mess around and you miss that, then, you know, no need to hollering out in hell. No need to trying to, try to, you know, to realizing you made a mistake in hell. No need. Now, because God has made this thing very, very simple for you and I. So, the kingdom of God is God's ordained way. Now, in Matthew 12 and 28, you know, they had some problems. Again, the Pharisees, we were talking about them a little bit earlier today, pretenders, uh, uh, play actors they had a problem with jesus is what he was doing and how he was doing and jesus you know they were saying that he was driving out demons by beelzebub which meant the prince of the demons jesus was like really how stupid is that now How, how is satan gonna cast out satan is that what satan is in the business of doing now jesus was like now how crazy listen at what you're saying Satan wants to reproduce. Satan wants to mass produce. Satan ain't trying to kick his own self out.
2: What would I look like
1: kicking my own hind part? Now, I I don't doubt that, you know, if payments are not made on your house at the proper time, that the bank won't come and put you out in there. But I ain't trying to put me out in there. Jesus said, now, in verse 28, if I drive out demons by the Spirit of God, now, First of all, it's ridiculous to think that Satan is casting out Satan. But then Jesus said, Now let's consider the alternative. See, sometimes we've got to consider the alternative. See, sometimes we've got our little minds and our little hearts fixed on a little way of things, being and a way of things going. And then sometimes we've got to consider the alternative. Because if the alternative, Jesus said, But if I drive out demons by the Spirit of God. Jesus said, think about how much egg is going to be on your face, how y'all done come against me, how y'all wouldn't support me. Now, now some of you all out there under the sound of my voice, you know, for whatever reason, those of you that that don't want to support the ministry, don't want to support the work, whatever your reason is. You know, I don't like him preaching in them shorts. I don't like him because he be talking about hell. I don't like him because he, whatever your little reason is. I say unto you, consider the alternative. You know, I, I don't think he's really sent from God. I, I, I think that, you know, I think God is too loving to just make a hell. I don't believe God really made a hell. I don't really got think God is really going to send. Oh, whatever your little reason, consider the alternative. What if God has sent me? What if those of you that don't I think all oh, pastors is after money, what if God has sent them? Those of you that don't believe the Bible is the word of God, what if it really is? See, I'd rather live for God and find out there ain't one at the end of the day than to not live for God and find out there is one. What? My grandfather used to say it like this, better to have it and don't need it than to need it and don't have it. Who goes to Alaska and don't bring a winter coat? I don't want to. (laughs) Now, children of God, for you all out there, that's a little inside joke for the for the Christian Center Saints. Um, you know, I was coming back from a missionary trip in Nigeria and wasn't able to come back to the church. All you know, the church was going to Alaska and uh so some of the saints had to gather some items for me. Even though it was in the summer, you know, Alaska's very, very still a very, very cool place. But uh some individuals forgot to uh bring a winter coat a pastor, so here I am in Alaska trying to wear some of the teenagers' winter coats and all kind of little bitty people coats, big man a little bitty coat. big man, kind of an inside joke, but the point is children of God, and we're back to all, all kinds of seriousness here. It's better to live for God. I mean, I ain't worried about you finding out at the end of the day that there's not one because there is. But it's better to live for him, if, even if at the end of the day you found out there was no God, than to not live for God and mess around on the judgment and have to find out that there is. Jesus said, consider the alternative. If I'm driving out demons by the Spirit of God, let's just, Jesus, look, let's just say,
2: well, I, ain't,
1: I ain't saying whether I am or whether I ain't. That's your business. Now, I just talked to you about how ridiculous it is for Satan to be cast now. Say, but let's
2: just
1: just humor ourselves here. Or say, what? let's just consider the alternative. If I drive out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Then that means God's ordained way of doing things has come and stared you right in the face, and you have rejected it, you have blasphemed it, you have spoke. Just, let's just say, let's just say I ain't the devil. Jesus said, let's just say, because y'all have already said, basically I'm the devil, I'm the prince of the demons, I'm, I'm casting out demons by bill. But Jesus said, look, let's just say I ain't the devil. Then that will mean that God's way, has really been preached through me to you. That means that God's way has really been an example through me to you. That Then then that means that God's way, God, the way God really wanted things done, was being done through me, and Jesus said, and you rejected it. The kingdom of God. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, thank you. Father, for everything, speak through us, to us, and for us this evening, that your name may be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen and amen. We have Jesus, Matthew twelve twenty-two on down
0: through 37, having to deal with
1: a number of entities. Now, that's going to be one of your questions tonight. Name some of the entities in our select scriptures that Jesus had to deal with. That's one of your questions right off the top. How many do you see? Just looking at these in our select scriptures, Matthew 12, 22 on down to 37. Who did Jesus have to deal with? Come on. Pharisees. Who else? Just put them and Put a comma. Put a comma.
0: it, but we had to deal with the devil. Go ahead. Who else? Who else? Come on. Y'all look. Satan, all right, come on. Y'all still missing some folks. Satan, Pharisees, who else? You missing one like that staring you right in the face verse twenty
1: three all the people, all the peoples you got the demon possessed boy or the demon possessed man so you got a, you got a whole slew of groups and individuals that Jesus had to deal with all right you got they, whoever they is. Now, that's what my grandfather used to ask me as a young Christian. You know, I'd be like, you know, trying to make some kind of excuse for sin, some craziness I'd be into. I'd be like, Grandpa, you know how, you know, or somebody done said something, and I'd be trying to tell it to him. And he's like, who said that? Who told you that? I'd be like, you know, that's what they say. God said, Grandpa said, who is they? Who, exa- <laughs> who exactly is they? See, put, a, put, a, put some names on some faces to this mysterious they. The Bible says, or the Bible says, then they brought a demon-possessed man who was blind and mute, and Jesus healed him so that he could both talk and see. All the people were astonished and said, could this be the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard this, now, let's understand something about the Pharisees, because I told you that spirit is alive and well today. And if you don't get yourself the Spirit of God and you don't get yourself down into the Word of God, you will operate under the Pharisee Spirit yourself today. If you don't get yourself down into the Word of God, you don't get the Spirit of God down in you and, and get yourself deep dug down in the Word of God, you will operate under the Spirit of the Pharisees just like many of the people did in Jesus' day. What, what did the Pharisees do here? The Pharisees heard what the kingdom of God, what the power of God, what the move of God was, and, and this is what blasphemy is. And instead of giving the glory to God, instead of giving the praise to God for what God was doing, they attributed what God was doing to Satan. And that's what the adversary, one of the things the adversary want to do, he want to try to flip the script. He want to flip the script, and I'm telling you, children of God, this is why This is why you. I'm telling you now, you better get down, you better get the spirit of God down in you and get the word of God down in you, or Satan will flip the script on you, and you'll be thinking that a flip script is the proper script. That's all it is with same-sex marriage. Satan doesn't flip, flip the script. Got some of our leaders and even some of our religious leaders so confused and so blinded that they think that,
2: eh, well, you know, they're just people.
1: It's a flip script. It's a flip script. That's all it is when you got women teaching and usurping authority over men in the house of God. It's a flip script. And to be like, oh, well, God can't use anybody. God is going to use who he said he's going to use to do what he told him to do. It's a flip script. If, if, if anybody can teach and usurp and, and have authority in the house of God, then why can't two men get married? It's the same mentality. It's nonsense. Why can't two men get married? According to God? Because he said so. How come a woman ain't got no business teaching and usurping an authority over a man? Because God said so. Because God said so. Then what else we gonna use as a what else are we gonna use as a point of reference? How come children
0: don't have any business rebelling against the parents? Because God said so. How come man is inherited to one man? Because God said so. So when it gets to the point where we don't want to accept what
1: God said so, then what we end up with is a flip script. Go back and study your Old Testament very, very good. When you see women ruling over men, that's a sign of curse. Check the book of Isaiah, that's a curse. When you see children oppressing the nation, children rebelling against parents, that's a sign of curse. When you see men marrying men and women marrying women, that's an abomination that causes desolation. It's a flip script. So understand that what the adversary wants to do is he wants to flip the script, and he wants you to be thinking that the flip script is okay. He wants me to think that the flip script is okay. But God says, I've given, you, I've given you a safeguard against the flip script of the adversary. It's called my word. That's what the Pharisees want to do. They want to flip script instead of giving glory to God, thanking God, praising God, and acknowledging God for this great miracle that's been done. Saying that He's doing that by the devil. Flip script. Now you more the more flip script you think is all right, the more trouble you're gonna get in with God. No, flip script is not all right. Flip script is not all right. I don't care whether it's a flip script in you, flip script in your marriage, flip script in your family, flip script in your church, flip script script is not all right. When the Pharisees heard this, so they heard what God was doing, but rather than giving glory to God, rather than saying amen, rather than saying hallelujah, they want to try to take what God was doing and make that from the devil. Same thing that many of our politicians and leaders are trying to do today. I'm trying to tell some of you all what this what this homosexual spirit is want want to bring about in the United States is get it to the place where man marrying woman, like God wanted, is gonna be antiquated and that's gonna be that's gonna be the odd way of doing things. Well you you saw what happened in Sodom and Gomorrah? That spirit had took over all of Sodom and Gomorrah. I, I, I watched on the Internet a very, very disturbing thing went on in Philadelphia. They got this, this big, huge gay rights march that, that take place every year or whatever. And uh, one particular brother, one pastor went out with his congregation and was telling them they needed to repent, that they were gonna go to hell if they kept on with that foolishness. And a group of these homosexuals, they were trying to get into the meeting and start talking through loudspeak and telling them to repent and how, you know, that they were going to end up in a group of these homosexuals in the meeting locked arms and blocked them from getting into the meeting and took up these great big styrofoam things that they had made and surrounded the Christians. Now, I'm like, this is going on in America. Can you imagine what's coming, children of God? Blo- blo- Boxed them in. When the police came, the pastor was talking about how he just knew that the police were going to come in and get these homosexuals that's blocking them in and keeping them from getting in. The police came, locked up the pastor, locked up about 11, I can't remember exactly how many members of the congregation, ended up charging them with a felony. And them, it, these saints were about to go, they, they, they said it was hate hate speech. They found them guilty of hate speech. And, was, and, and I don't know, they ended up being arrested, taking snapping pictures of them, and I don't know what ended up happening with the court day. This in America, this in America, for preaching the gospel to a group that is certainly on their way to hell if they don't repent. This in America. Land of the free, home of the brave, long as you ain't free. The adversary said, as long as you, you ain't free to be doing too much of that gospel spreading. Oh, people calling in. Let me see. Let me see who we done offended tonight. I don't know what, what nation that is. Let me continue on, children of God. I'll deal with that later on. Flip script. The adversary wants to flip the script. Now, you run on out there if you want to and get your script flipped. God's got a place for people that wanted to flip script.
0: It's called hell.
1: The Pharisees heard this. They said, It is only by Beelzebub, the prince of the demons, that this fellow drives out demons. The Bible says Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself will be ruined. Now, this is why this great country has got to come down. It's got to. Children of God, we're a country that's divided against itself.
0: Every kingdom. You say, Apostle, how are you going to say that? I said it. Every kingdom divided against itself will be ruined. That's why this country's got to be ruined.
1: What nations have to do and what kingdoms have to do is they have to accept God's way, even if it's considered the minority. If you want to, if you want to keep right on, keeping on. Look at Nation of Israel. Nation of Israel is still right there kicking right in the surrounded by enemies. Why? Because they still consider God's people. In the middle of Islam, in the middle of Muslim nations, in the middle of Hamas, in the middle of uh, Hezbollah, firing rockets
0: into Israel, doing all kinds of... Israel's still right there, still right... Keep kicking. When we divide against ourselves... We cannot
1: stand. Can't last like that. Now, if Satan drives out Satan, because I'm telling you, let me tell you what what many of our politicians and many, even many of our so-called religious leaders, what they really want is for Satan to move in. They don't know it. A lot of them don't know it, you know. A lot of them don't know it. That's why God sent his apostles and his prophets to let you know what you're doing when you don't know what you're doing. They want Satan to come in the same way John the Baptist came and prepared the way for Jesus. You got these Pharisees, you know. You got you got politicians that are that are that are doing this type of thing. What they doing is they they don't even realize they are preparing the way for the Antichrist. Antichrist got to come, his way got to be prepared just like Jesus' way had to be prepared. Now understand out there under the sound of my voice, you either help and prepare the way for the Antichrist or are you helping the beast and the false prophet, or are you helping to prepare the way for Jesus Christ? What you doing on a daily basis, what you thinking, what you saying, what you preaching, what you teaching, because you understand something. Every time you say, I ain't no preaching Brian, yet you'll tell another lie in a minute if I don't ever up and stop you. Every time you open your mouth, you're preaching something.
0: Preaching just means proclaiming. Jesus said, every kingdom divided against itself will be ruined.
1: Every city or household divided against itself will not stand. If Satan, divides, if Satan drives out Satan, he's divided against himself. How can his kingdom stand? Jesus said, and if I drive out demons, by bills, but now Jesus, let's consider. Let's consider the
0: alternative here. Let's consider, Jesus said, that I ain't the devil. then what have you been rejecting all this time? Let's consider that,
1: Apostle Brian, I ain't wrong. Let's just consider, what if I ain't? For those of you that got your mouth poked out, those of you that don't agree, to, what? let's just say if I ain't wrong, if, if God really is telling me to tell y'all this,
2: what then
1: what happens to you? Pharisees, what happens to you? If I ain't Jesus, I'm hearing Jesus. If I ain't the devil. Now then, then what does that make you if I ain't the devil? Who you just called me Beelzebub. You just said I'm casting out demons by Beelzebub. Let's say I ain't. Then who really are you? You Beelzebub. We got a saying around here at the Christian Center, sometimes somebody'll say something to somebody else. And the other one will say, You <laughs> Jesus said, If I drive out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. If I'm Jesus, said, if I'm driving out demons by the Spirit of God, then God's way has really stared you right in the face. It has presented itself to you. You have rejected it, you have kicked against it, you have fought against it. And that's why I bring us on down. Now Jesus, said, look, here's here's how we can here's how we can find out how this thing works real easy. Now, I don't want to go all into, you know, well, let's get a little bit. Jesus said, how can anyone enter a strong man's house, carry off his possessions, unless he first ties up the strong man? Then he can rob his house. Got to deal with the strong man in most anything. If you're playing football against the Minnesota Vikings and Adrian Peterson is running up and down the field just like a, a, a monkey let out in the cage, if you don't deal with him, you're going to take a loss. If you playing against the 1990 Chicago Bull and Jordan is pulling up shots from every different kind of angle, if we don't deal with him, we're going to lose. You've got to deal with the strong man. You say, Apostle, what are you trying to get us to understand? This is why, children of God, we got to go right to the heart of Satan. we got to go right to the throat of Satan. God did not give you his word, which is the sword of the spirit, for you to give Satan a shape up. Oh, we, Satan, we're going to give you a shape up. We're going to trim your hair. We're going to take a little off the top. Gonna, that's not why God has given us the sword of the spirit. He's giving us the sword of the spirit that we might cut his head off. Lies he's telling,
0: we got to come against that mess with the truth. Got to deal with a strong man so we can carry off, you know, his
1: stolen possessions. See, Satan, any possessions, Satan got our stolen possessions. You are there under the sound of my voice, you not saved, you are a stolen possession of Satan. You under that under my sound of my voice, you not saved, you are a stolen possession, a, 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 a possession that Satan has stolen, because you belong to God. And so I'm, I, you say, Apostle, what you got in there? What we come to do as Apostles, Prophets, Evangelists, Pastors, and, t- and, and Teachers, to bring you back to the true and living God. You don't know it. You've just been carried off like a little like a little nugget. it don't run off with you. The devil don't run off with you. We come in here to carry you back, bring you back to the true and living God. Jesus, look, let's make this thing plain. He that is not with me is against me. He that does not gather with me scatters. And Jesus said, now let me make this real, real plain for y'all, so y'all keep talking this nonsense if you want to. I tell you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven men, but the blasphemy against the Spirit, capitalized Spirit or Holy Spirit, will not be forgiven. Now, you're going to get yourself in a whole lot of trouble. Keep right on talking stuff you don't know about God and what God is doing. Blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. What were they doing? They kept right on saying, every time Jesus would do something under the unction of the Holy Spirit, under the power of the Holy Spirit, they come in and say something negative. Jesus healed on the Sabbath day, they say something negative. Jesus said something that, you know, that, that they didn't have, they want to say something negative. Jesus said, keep out on doing that now, and you put yourself in a position where you won't be forgiven. Look at verse 33, and let's give it a close out. Make a tree good, and its fruit will be good. Now, if you can't see nothing but evil, then the question is, what's in you? All right, one of the things all evil. Because, see, the reality of this thing is, children of God, and if you can't see nothing but good, something's wrong with you too. Either way. Why? Because the truth of the matter is man ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. In us is good and evil. In your husband is good
2: and evil. In your wife.
1: It's good and evil.
2: In white folk
1: is good and evil, calling all white folk devil. What is wrong with you?
2: How all white folk
1: get to be the devil? All black folk is stupid.
2: What is wrong with
1: you? How all of us get to be? You got to be able to see the good, and you got to be able to see, see the evil. Because the reality is, children of God is both out there, and it's both in here. And one of the things that we subject, to move in either one, uh, with that direction. but make a tree good. See, that's what God is in the process of doing, of making us good. As we obey his spirit and submit to his spirit and yield to his spirit, God is making us good, and he's making our fruit good. You make a tree bad, and its fruit will be bad. For a tree is recognized by its fruit. Always remember, a tree is not recognized by its gift. It's not a Christmas tree because you got gifts put on it. It's a pine tree. What it produces is pine. You don't want to put them gifts under it, dress it up and wrap some stuff around it, put a star on the top of
2: it. Not a Christmas
1: tree. It's called a pine tree. Jesus said, You brood of vipers. How can you who are evil say anything good? For out of the low of the how heart, the mouth So what's coming up out of our heart? What's coming up out of our mouth? What's in our heart? What's in our heart? Good man brings good things out of the good. The evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in it. Jesus said, but I tell you, that men will have to give an account on the day of judgment. Watch this. For every careless word they have spoken. Every careless word. Our words need to be careful, not careless. Our words need to be what? Careful. And not careless. For by your words you will be acquitted. That means set free. O.J. was acquitted. Now I know a lot of folks didn't like it, you know, but he was acquitted. Oh, a lot of folks still got their mouth poked out behind that right now. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's been some some policemen that you know have done some things that they've been acquitted. What, what are we gonna say? What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? There's been some politicians that have done some. Th- they've been that. They've been acquitted. What are we gonna say? What are we gonna do? But I tell you what. God see it all. God is not gonna let you go you was popular just because a lot of people like you. See, we got a kind of funny justice system here in America at times. You mess around got enough money, got enough popularity, got enough pool, you can do some of the most craziest of stuff and get away with it. I was just watching uh, I think thirty for thirty out of bounds, uh character that in I think the eighties. He was coaching junior volleyball. Had sexual relations with like three of the little underage 15, 16 year old volleyball girls. They moved him out, put a permanent ban on him. He hauled off years later, came right back, and now has a huge, volley, a huge volleyball tournament for uh, organization with thousands and thousands of girls. And, you know, some of the people and parents were complaining that this is the same cat that raped three of our young girls just a few years ago. But he's very popular, he's very influential. Very good coach because he's won all kinds of championships and different things. But, you know, the fact remains that, uh, you know, you, you, you're a rapist, you know. So God said, look, I ain't going to miss it. I ain't going to miss nobody. Nobody's going to slip through the cracks. Let us be careful with our words, children of God, because they will acquit us, and the Bible says, and by your words you will be condemned. That means sent straight to hell. By your words. By your words. You are doing the sound of my voice. Somebody ask you if you are saved. If you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that God raised him from the dead, let your answer be a resounding yes. What I'm going to say, no, I ain't saved. God sent me to hell. Not me. I don't care if you ask me. In the middle of sin, am I saved? Yes, I am. What you doing right now? sinning, but you ask me if I was saved first. Let your, let, yes, I'm saved. Am I perfect? No. There's a difference between are you saved and are you perfect? Come on now. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I got to stop this sermon. My back is tightening up on me. We we thank you again, Father. And we glorify you. We exalt you. We bless your holy name. We pray, Father, that your word has set the captives free, given sight to the blind, has uh, opened up. Uh, deaf ears has plowed and made pliable our stony hearts that your word father will bring forth a harvest in the lives of your people some 30 some 60 some 100 times what has been sown again we thank you we glorify you and exalt you forgive us father of our sins that we've grievously committed against you in thought word or deed father we thank you for uh, placing the kingdom of god in us We pray father that we will Operate in more accordance to your rules, regulations, statutes, guidelines. That we may, uh, your good, pleasing, and perfect will may be done in the earth as it is in heaven. Again, we thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen and amen. Number one, we already got it. Give me five groups that Jesus had to deal with. Number two, why is it ridiculous for them to be saying that Jesus was casting out demons by Beelzebub? Why is that ridiculous that they were saying Jesus was casting out demons by Beelzebub? And number three Explain number three Explain the unforgiven the unforgiven unforgivable sin. Explain
0: the unforgivable sin. Ah,
2: Thanks, you can reach us through email at thechristiansandchurch at gmail.com. Check out our website at www.archurch.com, backslash number, backslash, backslash TCCC. Feel free to join us on Talk Shoes, Precast YouTube and iTunes at 9 and 7 p.m. daily. On TalkShoe, call 724-444-7444 and try d 17959. A spreecast of type in Robert Bryant on YouTube and the Christian Served Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryant on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our TalkShoe homepage. God bless you and heaven smile on you in
0: Jesus', Jesus name. Amen.